Hello and welcome to the ISIS Energy Podcast. Now, Monday the 1st of October is the first day of the new gas year and it promises to kick off with a bang. At the stroke of 6am on Monday morning, all of the long-term capacity contracts on the interconnected pipeline between Britain and Belgium will expire. I'm Patrick Sykes, market reporter here at ISIS, and I'm joined by Ben Samuel, deputy editor of our daily European spot gas markets report, to talk about what this means for regional flows and, of course, prices. So, Ben, first of all, what is the interconnector exactly? How does it normally flow? Yeah, so the interconnector is a pipeline linking Britain and Belgium. Um, It's a two-way pipeline, meaning that it can flow in either direction. Um, Traditionally, what tends to happen is that over the winter, when demand in the UK is very high, the pipeline is flowing towards Britain. Then in the summer, when demand goes down a bit and there's more of a surplus of volumes around in the UK, uh, gas tends to get uh, sent to mainland Europe. Okay, and these contracts set to expire on Monday, when were they signed and what did they cover exactly? Yeah, so there was a 20-year kind of long-term capacity contracts. Um, Essentially, the EU gives exemptions to third-party access um, in order for an asset to get built. Um, So that's what's happening here. Um, This pipeline's been operational since about 1998, um, and, and kind of multiple companies have had as I say, long-term agreements on that link. So so what does this mean? Well, the capacity gets opened up to the wider market, um, either being sold through the Prisma platform, which is the kind of pan-European mechanism for selling capacity at, uh, at border points, or the operator of the pipeline, which is called IUK. Um, they've got their own um, mechanism for selling capacity uh, called the Internal Allocation Mechanism, or IAM. So essentially, uh, what this means is that all the capacity that was formerly tied up in these long-term agreements is now available to the wider market. And have they had any success so far in marketing that new capacity now that it's open? Well, well, mixed results, really. Um, so for the first quarter, they have sold a lot of capacity. I, I think everything that's been offered so far um, on a quarterly basis. So this is you know, normally the coldest part of the year where, where demand is highest. Um, people clearly feel that uh, there's going to be sufficient uh, price incentive to deliver gas from Belgium uh, to Britain over those months. Um, but on a short-term basis, the, the answer is no. There hasn't been any capacity sold for use in October, um, either through the IM or, or the uh, Prisma mechanism. The price spreads are just not there between the Zeebrugge, which is the Belgian hub, and the MVP markets. Do we have an idea how high it needs to be, that spread? Um, well, well, it kind of varies depending on what um, basis that you're buying it on. So mm-hmm. the, the more capacity you buy, essentially, the cheaper it is. Um, kind of going right down to, you know, obviously, the, the owners of this of this asset want to encourage people to, to book for as long a period as possible because then they can guarantee a certain revenue return. So... As I say, you know, the longer the longer you book it for, um, the less it costs. What does this kind of mean? I mean, this is maybe not entirely surprising. October is generally a shoulder month uh, where this pipeline can kind of flow in either direction based on obviously price signals, um, which is of course affected by you know what the demand's looking like. So potentially we could see absolutely no volumes going through this link uh, from Monday morning. Um, and, and so that's going to be kind of quite a big shift to what we're used to. But as I say, you know, volumes being delivered in October tend to be fairly low anyway. So I'm not anticipating a kind of seismic change in, in the market fundamentals based on that uh, stopping. But, you know, we'll have to wait and see. OK, and longer term, the fact that we might not have the flows that we once did through this asset, 
does that open up the door to more divergence between markets on either side of this? Yeah, I think so. So, uh, you know, potentially what we're going to see if, for example, we get very cold weather in Britain uh, towards late October, basically what will have to happen is that MBP prices will need to be sufficiently high in order to incentivize booking on a short-term basis, either on, a, on an intraday basis or a day ahead or, or whatever it might be. Um, and so what we could see is, is far wider spreads between the UK and the mainland European markets um, th than we normally see. Great. Well, we'll be following closely at the start of the year on Monday. That's all we have time for for today. But if you'd like to find out more, please do check out our website, www.icis.com. We'll be back with another podcast next week. Thanks for listening.